I'm Maddie. I'm Denise. And we are two tattoo artists who became best friends. And as tattoo artists, we hear a lot of tea. We always change the names. We always ask permission. But we spill the tea. Welcome to the Spill Podcast. All right. What are we talking about today? We are talking about dating today. Which I love dating stories. I think they're they're my favorites. Yeah. I have got so many of my own that I will definitely, over like the next couple of episodes, (laughs) I'll probably interject one or two of my stories. I can't. We got a lot of really good ones that I wanted to focus on today. Yeah. Well, do you want to start out with your short story? For sure. Mm. All right. So the first one I have is I went on this date with this guy that apparently did not know how to flirt. He would give me a compliment and then he would say, I'm just being sarcastic. Or am I? And would give me this weird side-eye smolder. That's so uncomfortable. I So, like, if it happened once, I'd be like, okay. And then <laughs> yeah. the more times it would happen, I'd be like, shut up. Yeah. That's where it's like, you just... <laughs> Have you ever, well, I've gone on dates before where like, it'll, I'll be like just a couple of minutes in. And I just will like a little ding will go in the back of my head where it's like, nope, nope, this isn't going to work. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I don't even, what, what would you do the first time that he, he said that? I would do my awkward laugh, like that, like girly <laughs> laugh where you're just like, he's so funny. Like, <laughs> but it wouldn't be a real laugh. It would just be like, <laughs> like, an, like just yeah. that awkward energy out uh-huh, some way. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I would probably do the same. Yeah. Like, or I'd be like, I can't tell what you're trying to do right now. Yeah. I, yeah. And then same thing. If it kept on happening, oh, oh, at some point, I'd probably just be like, just like a, like a light smile. I'd just be like, okay, yeah. But the thing is, is that those type of guys don't get those hints. No. They think that they're so funny. Yeah. Well, well and I think that because they only ever get the the awkward laugh they think they're funny because they don't pick up on the social cues Mm -hmm. so they're like they think i'm so funny i'm gonna keep doing it but then they only go on one date with the yeah (laughs) the girl yeah uh yeah uh Uh, what's your next one oh my second one so it says i went on a date with a successful oh successful older dude and he randomly was like you're six and I was like, excuse me? And he was like, no, that's good. That's the highest you can get on the looks tier. You're like an eight or nine once you add all the other personality points to it. Apparently, even if you're older and successful, that doesn't mean you aren't still stuck with a high school mentality. Ooh. I, that would be, I kind of want this to happen to me. That's so <laughs> funny. Like, that's horrible. That's so funny. I would be telling everyone. I'd be at home and be like, I'm a six, but don't worry. It's a good thing. <laughs> And all of my friends would be upset and be like, this is why we need to, like, figure out who you're dating. <laughs> we need to we need to go through a dating filtration system for for, for me. Yeah. Yeah. For me. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I don't know what I would do in that situation. I would probably I would probably just be like. I think you're a one now with your personality (laughs) so if we we went back to the i'm just being sarcastic i'd be like you're two you'd be like two and give him a little wink yeah wink (laughs) yeah and then awkwardly laugh (laughs) all right the third one my last one today is in high school a guy took me to the mall food court on a date and complained the whole ride home that the food was too expensive Uh, just don't complain wait did she say in high school yeah i was in high school I mean, I I get it to a point because you're in high school and you're broke AF in high school a lot of the time. 
but don't say it out loud. And negativity is not attractive no, to me. Like, no, it's the no. same thing where it's like, it could be, you just be like, oh man, that was kind of expensive. I'm, you know, or like if, if you bring it up once, yeah. but even then, like don't, hold your tongue. Yeah. Like that's where filters and you can control yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't know. Get your budget and shit together, man. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> negativity is not attractive. No. All right. What are your short stories? I got three of them. Cool. The first one. I went on the first and only date with this guy. He was a grown-ass man, but he planned his dinner date to be with his entire family. The family was at the restaurant waiting for us to eat with them. After dinner, we went back to his parents' house and watched some home videos. But get this. One of the home videos was his birth video. (laughs) What? Talk about getting comfy real soon. I like I'm not speechless that often. I have no idea what to say to that. I have that's one that okay. I would want someone to tell me that I'm a six, but I could not watch a home birth video of who does that? Uh, um I mean, because some people are really, really weird about meeting someone's family on the first date. Yeah. Let alone seeing their coochie. Yeah. Yeah. They're coochie coochie meow meow? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and your mom? I, your, <laughs> your date's mom's coochie coochie meow meow? <laughs> Gross. Uh, I don't I, – what would you do in that situation? I think I would just be like – like it would be one of those – moments where I'm just memorizing everything that's happening just so that I can tell people later because I'm like or one of those moments where I realize this is going to be a horrible core memory that I'm going to try to black out later (laughs) yeah I don't I don't know I would I'd probably sit there and watch it but like every once in a while try and look at something else to burn that in my memory like yeah they, they have a really interesting doorknob to my left so I'm just gonna stare at that and then if I see someone in my peripherals look at me I'm just gonna be like oh back back to it back to the coochie wow wow should I also say that like was the rest of this family acting like this is a normal thing I like do they do this with every date oh or like do they do this often like is this like a you know twice a year thing they're like let's watch some birth videos or do they only do it with like the ones where they're like mom dad this one's this a keeper one. this yeah. is a keeper so we're gonna roll out the big guns and show them your coochie wawa because could you imagine that you're watching this video and the whole family is watching you to see what your reaction is i would be mm. sweating <laughs> i would be like full like armpits are like wet <laughs> yeah and at the end would you tell them like guys Do this you was not them? a good idea <laughs> are you like thank, thank you thank you thank you good night yeah. Good night. Yeah. Or do, do you, you give hugs? <laughs> do you? Do you? You have a beautiful, a beautiful home. <laughs> you have a beautiful, have a beautiful flower. Yeah. You should be proud of that one. Would you? I feel like, I feel like if I was in that situation, I would ask really inappropriate questions. Like, did yeah. they have to like stitch you up after? Like, oh no. Like, yeah. Was his head too big? Yeah. Because his brain is not, is quite small. Yeah. Well, and when the fact that the whole din, that the whole family was at the dinner, like waiting for them to eat mm-hmm. with them, 
I'm like, this must have been some like pre-planned thing where he was like, this is a special one. Let's make her feel special. Yeah. And, and was it a mistake that they brought out that video and they're like, well, we're in it now. No, that has to be intentional, right? Because like, I if, feel like because you'd... could you imagine like it's kind of like when you have the presentation at college and you open it and it's accidentally porn like for like the whole. <laughs> Do you know from personal experience? No, no, thankfully, <laughs> no. At school, at art school, because it's fucking art school. Yeah, they. <laughs> I remember that there were a couple of kids in my class that would do uh, nude paintings, but they would get their reference images from porn videos. So oh. you'd be walking. So people would be doing tours of our campus and there's like at least three kids front and center with porn blaring on their computer. <laughs> and we just were numb to it at that point. We just were like, yup, that just is every Monday. I, and- <laughs> I mean, I can, I can slightly understand that because my Google images searches for tattoos <laughs> are <bars>. like ridiculous. <laughs> like I'm like, people... If someone saw what my search thing was for tattoo mm-hmm. references, they would think I was like a serial killer. I'm like, I want to see a knife going through some ribs and like all yeah. stuff. And I'm like, I don't actually want to see that, but I need I need a to- reference image of yeah. like a drawing or, yeah. you know, something of like a knife going through something like yeah. jello. And yeah. people are like, is what? that like a wink wink, you know? <laughs> Uh, that, that was great. I liked our little rant about that that birth video. That was great. (laughs) All right. My second one. I once was taken on a date to the mall again, the mall. Oh, the mall. We sat in the food court for hours while I listened to him tell stories about how he used to sell drugs. And then I had to pay for his drink because he didn't have any money. (sighs) I don't have much to say about this other than, like... I'm so sorry. Yeah. I've been in those situations, though, where you're like, I feel bad sitting and listening to this. Like, I want I want you to feel seen and heard, <laughs> but I am very uncomfortable and I want to go home. And then the fact that she had to pay for his drink. I wonder if this was an alcoholic drink because that would have made it a little bit better for her. Like in another state, because in yeah. Utah, like at the mall, you you can't get alcoholic That's true. drinks. That's true. If it was just a soda, so you were 100% sober having to deal with this. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Oof. <sighs> okay, another high school one. I went on a date in high school. We were both 16, and his mom made his little sister go with us. That definitely happened to me. That's such a Utah thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like... Oh, okay. So she said they were both 16. So in Utah, a lot of people are Mormon. So mm-hmm. 16 is like the the dating age. Like that's when you're allowed to date. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people will, will break that and date beforehand. Yeah. But the fact that they were both 16 could drive and the mom still made the little sister go. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's... It, it happens. Yeah. And I mean, to some, like if this was not, if this wasn't a first date mm-hmm. and they'd been dating for a while, whatever, I don't, I don't think that's a big deal, but for a first date, mm-hmm. that's kind of, that's rough. And same thing. It happens all the time in Utah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Cause if you have a relationship with the little sister and then you're like, oh yeah, she can come. Like mm-hmm. she wants to come. We're just going to the Wendy's or whatever. Yeah. We'll get her a frosty. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, yeah. 
sure, she can come. Yeah. But on the first date, that's so awkward. That's you feel really like you're awkward. like, do I give my attention to the little sister or to the date? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and you're, like, you're just getting to know that person. So you're just like, okay, I guess family is important to you, which great yeah. if that's the case. But yeah. you're like, no, especially because I'm like, I'm not a family person. Like mm-hmm. I'm not someone that's driven to have kids or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And so if I had someone bring the kids with them, I'd be like, oh, do they want kids? I'd be like, oh, I don't know if that's right for me. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and how awkward for the little sister. Yeah. Like I wonder how old she was. Oh, like my brother, mm-hmm. he used to, he used to have me talk to his like girls that, on the phone. Yeah, that he like wanted to get on their good side, and he's like, "Hey, my little sister wants to talk to you." And then I'd, <laughs> I sometimes I'd be like, "What the fuck, man?" Yeah, like, like why, why? And then sometimes I would like play into his things. And yeah, I'd be like, huh. And then he's like, oh, my God, you're so cute. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) So sometimes I could see it like. That's a phone call, too. Yeah. And that's a phone call. That's Mm -hmm. not a whole date. Mm -mm. But, yeah, I could see it being like a play on the guy's end to be Mm -hmm. like, oh, I can be cute with my little sister. And then you're you're done with the date. And he's like, "Uh, now, fuck you. Go to your room. (laughs) (laughs) Go away. Go away. Small child. (laughs) All right, oh, do you have any more? Nope, that's all of my short stories, but we have a couple long stories. Yes. I just told my short stories. Do you want to tell your, your long, one of your long ones? I'll tell you my first long story. Okay. All right. So it all starts with the time I met this guy on a dating app. I think, who knows? It was a difficult time for me back then. He was a bartender. I was lonely. Could I make it any more obvious? <laughs> we will call him Elmer. Oh my god, I love that name. (laughs) I met up with Elmer at a little neighborhood bar. We had drinks and some bar food, and we actually hit it off really well. As the night went on, he seemed really nervous, and after drinking quite a bit, said it was because he didn't think I was actually going to show up, and did not think I was going to be so pretty and cool and fun to be around. Mm -hmm. That's so nice of him, right? I'm absolutely eating it up, and the bartender is his friend, so when he goes to the bathroom, she tells me, Hey, you're so sweet. Elmer really needs a sweet thing in his life. I hope you stick around. That's so nice, right? That's How could this so possibly get worse? <laughs> I know, right? I, and that's always like, like you're like, oh, this is so sweet, whatever. And then you look back on it and you're like, oh, there were like red mm-hmm. flags from the beginning kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. Oh, no, you're fine. No, I love when you <laughs> cut me off in traffic. <laughs> cut me off in, in person. <laughs> no, don't cut me off in traffic. I will. She'll I'll come be. after you. I'll come <laughs> Not really. Not really. No, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So how could this possibly get worse? Well, here is where it gets worse. Today's podcast is sponsored by Polished Audio. Do you need help getting professional video and audio recordings for your business or podcast? Contact Ryan at Polished Audio. Polished Audio helps deliver the message of your brand clearly. Polished Audio offers consulting, editing, and marketing solutions to help improve your presence on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and any other social media platform. If you want to take the content of your business to the next level, contact Ryan at Polished Audio. You can fill out a form today at polishedaudio.com to schedule a consultation. So how could this possibly get worse? Well, here is where it gets worse. We go to a different neighborhood bar. Turns out it's the one he works at. Charming. 
and I meet literally the entire staff who is his almost entire population of friends. Now she put little red flag emojis <laughs> like throughout all of these little red flag moments. And yeah. I think it's so funny. And I wanted to touch on that, that I was like, um, when you like, you're, it's fine to be coworker, like friends with your coworkers and stuff like that. I don't think there's a problem with that, but yeah. I do think that there is an issue when you don't have any friends outside of only your coworkers to some extent. I could see that. Yeah. I mean, like you're you're my only friend, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, and that's that's not a problem whatsoever. <laughs> no, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Where it's it it can be a red flag for sure. Yeah, yeah, not it, circumstantial kind of thing. Like I don't know. I I just thought it was like an interesting point that I was like, it is sometimes you're just like maybe as a bartender. Like if you're a bartender and your only other friends are worth in that bar itself Mm -hmm. I don't know maybe I'm wrong there no you're good (laughs) I mean I that's why I said it could be it could not be yeah yeah yeah. anyways to continue on (laughs) so it's a weekend night and the place is getting busy but he had a reserved spot right at the bar top so we sit and I am immediately grilled and complimented by his friends the staff of this bar and as we are sitting and joking and talking and drinking more he tells me about how I've pretty much met everybody important in his life and gone to a second home. I want to remind you we are at a bar <laughs> and that he never takes his first dates this far but he feels so comfy with me that I may even meet his dogs tonight which is like I guess the last piece of this very red flag ridden puzzle. I am so drunk on beer at this point and compliments I'm so drunk on the beer and compliments at this point that I don't even care. So this bar top is U-shaped. And if you can picture in your mind's eye, Elmer and I are sitting at the little curve of the U, but our backs are to the door. So we don't see people when people walk in, but we see the people that come up to the bar to order drinks. As we are talking, this girl walks up to the bar. Elmer immediately stiffens and I, being a true empath, notice. So I ask him, what's wrong? She is talking to the staff heavily. So I'm assuming it is either, she's either also staff or a friend of the bar. At first, he says nothing, but then keeps glancing over at this person. So I ask him again, like, hi, you're being weird. What's up? Is it that girl? And he turns and looks at me and goes, yeah, that's the mom of one of my dogs. We don't really talk a lot anymore. And she <laughs> hasn't come to see him in almost a year. The mom of one of my dogs. Yeah. I don't know why I think that's funny. <laughs> I don't know. It's not like, that's my ex-girlfriend. That's the mom of that's one my mom of my dogs. dogs. Well, but then it's also like... Like, if it's a mom of one of my dogs, that's also, like, were they ex-girlfriend, ex-boyfriend? Like, we come to find out later, but I'm just, like, I – because I also see that as being, like, an ex-roommate kind of situation. Like, see, mom one of my dogs. See, and I go to, oh, my God, don't look. Don't look over there. That's that's the that's the girl who breeded my dog. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's the, yeah. That's the mom of one of my dogs. That's, the, that's my – it's the mother of dragons. It's the mother of canines. Yeah. <laughs> mother of canines. <laughs> All right. I would like to imagine that this is where this is the time where Morgan Freeman, the Morgan Freeman narrator voice comes over and says, in this moment, she knew that that's where she fucked up. I can't make the voice, but you get what I'm saying. (laughs) I wish I could. I know. I just don't have the baritone. In this moment. In this moment. She knew that's where she fucked up. She fucked up. (laughs) I can't do it. All right. Because I promise you. It should have been this moment that I walked out of the bar, got myself a ride, and deleted this man's number. But did I do any of that? Of fucking course not. <laughs> so I can see Elmer is upset. He's very protective of his dogs, and they are a third of his life, I guess. So I suggest we leave. He says, yeah, that's a good idea. 
I go to the bathroom, come back out, and he's called a ride, and we bounce. We make it back to his place, and we proceed to do what drunk adults do on first dates and hook up. Side note, I also did meet his dogs, and they are very sweet, and he was very, very dedicated to them, which that's a good thing. Yeah. Anyways, he invites me to stay the night as it is very late and a very long journey back to my car, so I accept, and we fall asleep. Flash forward to around 2 a.m. when I am suddenly awoken by the sound of small things hitting a window pane. I'm a medium light sleeper, so these hits wake me up immediately. Elmer, on the other hand, is deeply snoozing. I think it's props the wind. Why do we always (laughs) think it's the wind? (laughs) And try to go back to sleep, but the hits continue and I hear, in perfect clarity, a woman yelling Elmer's full-ass name followed by a few tiny hits. I wake up Elmer and say, I think someone's outside yelling for you. He groggily gets up and says, who could it be? Oh, God. Well, my dear reader, if you're thinking it's the girl from the bar, drunk, screaming Elmer's name and throwing rocks at his window to reclaim her dog at 2 a.m., all because she saw Elmer with a new girl at the bar, you would be correct. Oh, God. I love her little, her little um, comments. Well, my dear reader. My dear reader. <laughs> yeah. it it, I'm like on the edge of my seat. Like, I know. What? It's a great story. <laughs> Because that is exactly who it was, was the girl from the bar. Mm. The screaming and rock throwing continue. And I ask Elmer why she's here if she gave the dog dog to him willingly. He says it wasn't 100% willingly. She sort of abandoned the dog here after they dated for a couple of weeks. They broke up, but she still came to see the dog. He said she's been trying to text him. She had been trying to text him earlier in the week, but he ignored her. I asked him if he's going to let her in. He says he doesn't know. And then there's like 15 question marks. And then he disappears. Oh, no. After Elmer has been gone for about 10 minutes, I panic and call my friend, and she tells me to, and this is all capitalized, get out immediately or you will die. (laughs) I finally listen to reason and grab my shit and call a ride. I start down the stairs, and who could it be at the end of the stairs to greet me but the girl, angry, with the dog in her arms, and Elmer, terrified, eating a bag of Cheetos. (laughs) Girl looks at me and says, who the fuck are you? And I reply, someone who is leaving. Goodbye. (laughs) I look at Elmer and say, thanks for tonight, had a great time, and go to leave. Elmer follows me and is super apologetic, saying he didn't know she was going to show up at the bar, that she might have gotten mad seeing us together, and that her friends must have come and riled her up to come and say something to him in the middle of the night. But he hopes that we can talk later and see each other again after he deals with this. I really wish I could tell you something like, oh, I don't know, fuck off, never call me again, but I definitely did not do that, and went out, of, went out with him three, about three more times after this and got really sad when he ghosted me. P.S. I do not have any tea on what they talked about for a full 10 minutes while Elmer was gone because I was literally naked and afraid. (laughs) If I had to guess, it had to been well under a year since she had been since she had seen the dog since they had broken up. And she was really sad about seeing him with another girl so soon. She was screaming something at me about this is my dog. And I was leaving as I was leaving, but I did not stick around to clarify. Elmer did apologize the next day, but not but did not explain the situation further after that, because when I asked, he said it doesn't matter and was and it was dealt with. As far as I know, he still keeps and cares for that dog and homegirl almost broke a window over that. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, OK, so she was the same girl for, that he saw at the bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and she followed them back home at some point or like. Because I'm like, they got home and they, like, fell asleep. Yeah. So time had passed that this girl had to, like, work up to go over to that house. Yeah, because I don't know that she followed, but she – I bet she was just, like, ruminating in it and was like, I'm going over I'm going to go right now. I'm getting my dog. Yeah. Did it say how long ago they broke up? 
So the guy said that they had been broken up for about a year, but then the submission, the girl that went on the date, yeah. said that she think that it was probably less than a year based on just how her gut was telling her. Well, and the fact that the other girl said that she was upset that he was seeing someone so soon. I mean, I guess that people can say a year is so soon. So That's I, true. It depends on how long they were going out. Yeah. But I also, I've heard stories where they, you know, were dating for three months, but then for mm-hmm. like a full year after, they were like upset if they went on another date or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard both, but it would definitely, if I was here overhearing it, if I was naked and afraid upstairs <laughs> and I was like hearing it saying. and I was like, okay, well, it was a year ago that they broke up and mm-hmm. she said that I would be like, did he lie? Yeah. Did he lie to my face? Same thing. Like when you start looking back, you know, after everything happened Mm -hmm. and you're realizing all these red flags, you're like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm a red flag. (laughs) My whole personality is a red flag. (laughs) I think it's more of like an auburn flag. (laughs) You're a beautiful red flag. I'm a burnt orange. (laughs) There's problems, but like, I'm still cool. (laughs) No, you're a green flag. Thank you. Thank you. I'm avocado green. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that story was a good one. That was good. Thank you. That was. Yeah, I know. Wasn't that that was fantastic. That was great. Yep. At least he's good to his dogs. That's right. Not, that's all right. I got to say. <laughs> and it made for a good story. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's tea. It's tea time. <laughs> I just love the naked and afraid part. Me too. <laughs> I know. That really, that made me laugh. And I also, I love the part where he's eating out of a bag of Cheetos. I was like, yeah. that also would be burned in my mind. If I came down the stairs and like that drama was happening, I'd also be like, why are you eating Cheetos? <laughs> yeah. Like. I, yeah. That's he, breakfast maybe, for you? Maybe it's like nervous eating. Like he's like, I need something to put in my mouth so I can like think about what I'm going to say like before I say But that's like the crunchiest thing you could eat. Yeah. So as you're like, as some girl is yelling at you, just like, maybe it'll it's drown it out. My dog. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was good. All right. So moving on, you've got some stories for us too. Yes. I'll tell my first long story. Oh, this one's cute. Okay. In high school, the sweetest, most adorable, cute emo guy asked me out on a date. Okay. I, I love, I love that. She said cute emo guy because yep. everyone knows yep. one cute emo guy that they were like, he's kind of emo, but I love it. I love him. <laughs> it's it's so my type. 100%. Yeah. Like junior high, high school, it was like, oh, well, you know, I want to – I like that he's like edgy. Yeah. <laughs> he's different. He's different, but he has a cute face. He's artsy. Yeah. <laughs> he puts eyeliner on and so do I. <laughs> <laughs> And it's better than mine. Yeah. Maybe he can teach me. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can have a lesson. <laughs> because I lived about 40 minutes outside of town, he asked me to meet him closer to town. I said yes because I thought he was super amazing and I had a huge crush on him. Oh. Hmm. When I got to the destination of where he said to meet, he and his brother picked me up and his brother was driving and was apparently coming on the date with us. He drove us to McDonald's, and my date said, you can have one thing off the dollar menu. 
What do you think she got? <laughs> That's like my first thought. So I just was like, it's like, what do you, what do you get? I, uh, One chicken nugget. Like, especially nowadays, like the dollar menu doesn't really even have that much or yeah. it's not even a dollar anymore. I don't even know. So funny thing about me, my family, it's not that funny, but I'm going to tell it anyway. I'll still laugh. Um, you'll awkward pity laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my family, like McDonald's was like a swear word. Like we weren't allowed to go there. Same with my family. Yeah. Like it was definitely a taboo thing. Yeah. I think that my dad, like 25 years ago, he mm -hmm. still remembers the exact day it happened, but he was like, on March 26th, I found a fly on my burger. Oh. So I haven't been since that date. Yeah. I mean... So there was this one place mm -hmm. in California that's like one that was what my favorite taco place. Yeah. And <laughs> we went to go like I was so excited. Like it's one of those restaurants that you've been waiting all year. Like when you go on vacation, there's that one favorite restaurant at that mm -hmm. one place that you love to go to. And mm -hmm. I was so excited. It's the first thing that we do. We go pick it up and we're going back home and we, we ordered so much food. And I looked down into my cup and there's a cockroach just like <gasps> floating in my drink. And I'd already drank like half of it. Where was this? It was in California. Oh, it was okay. like my favorite taco place. Oh, okay. Okay. And I turned to my dad and I was like, is this what I think it is? And he's like, yep. Yep. Gross. And the rest of my family, we put the food down and we couldn't eat it. Like we just were sitting at it. We've not been back the since. Like I can't, I cannot wrap it, my yeah. head around it. Yeah. It can... It can be that way. The McDonald's he went to was also in California. So if you're in California eating at restaurants, just look out for insects. Look out for I don't, extra protein. Yeah. Look, way to look on the bright side. I'm trying. I'm trying to be positive here. <laughs> but yeah, I don't even know what they have on the dollar menu because I've never been to McDonald's, but probably like some chicken nuggets or something. Yeah, chicken nuggets and like a small fry. Probably a drink. I think like the drinks are a dollar. But she could only get one. One menu item. I would probably just get a soda because I'd just be like, I feel awkward. Really? Yeah. I'd, I'd get my chicken nuggies. I know. I know you should. <laughs> get get that protein to fill you up. Get those chicken nuggies that I don't even know if they're chicken or not. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but gourmet. Gour gourmet. 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 <laughs> uh, I ordered my $1 menu item and didn't give it much thought because, hey, Everyone is broke in high school. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I probably, if some cute emo guy asked me out to, and I was in high school, I would probably be like, <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, yeah. sure. This is fine. I love chicken nuggets. We're making memories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell our kids about this one day. <laughs> <laughs> After our gourmet McDonald's meal, gourmet. Gourmet. Bone apple teeth. <laughs> After our gourmet. Gourmet McDonald's meal. He and his brother, who was still driving us, took me to a movie. I grew up very naive and religious, so I had only really seen PG or PG-13 movies. So that's what I thought we were going to see. Nope. He and his brother snuck into Jackass and dragged me along with them. In the beginning credits of the movie... The actors stick a TENS unit. I don't know if, how I should say that. Is it? It's all capitals. So it's uh -huh. like T-E-N-S, TENS unit. That or if right. you should say T-E-N-S unit. I know it's TENS unit. That sounds almost familiar. Yeah. Either, either way, yeah. it's a little unit thing that you can shock 
people went. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the actors stick a TENS unit on a guy's taint and shock the hell out of him. (laughs) Oh, Oh, amazing. I mean, I I watched whatever I wanted pretty much when I was a kid. And I feel like that would be like shocking to me if I watched on a first date. I'd be like, I definitely would be doing my awkward laugh like yeah just like oh god oh god <laughs> see like i definitely wasn't allowed to watch our movies or anything until i okay. think i was 18 mm-hmm. like I, I, my parents were pretty strict on that you're the oldest makes Not sense exactly yeah. but um if i saw that i'd be like oh yes but mm-hmm. i'd also like i'd be freaked out but i also be like sweet like there'd, there'd be that part of me that's like we're yeah. breaking rules like yeah but then yeah. i'd also i'm so naive and innocent i'd be like oh god yeah oh, no. i would probably like laugh it off because i'm like i want to be cool exactly exactly i don't want to look like weird in front of my cute emo <laughs> boyfriend yeah yeah the the high school mentality it's it's a good one exactly she said i started panicking thinking i was going to hell because i watched this movie I, I know i ran to the bathroom and called my friend and begged him to come pick me up i went back to the theater and used the whole i'm sick and I called my mom to pick me up. Bullshit. Yeah, we've all been there. After that, cute emo boy never spoke to me again at school and avoided me at all costs. I bailed on him because I was uncomfortable and I should have told him that at the time. My goody two-shoe ass lost a really cool and emo cute friend that day. Oh, I also feel like it's something where mm. I'm glad that if you feel uncomfortable, you should leave the situation. Yeah. I think that, that there is no shame or no problem with that. Yeah. 100%. I think especially when you're that age and you don't know how to have a conversation like mm-hmm. that. And who knows how he would respond to that too. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get where she's coming from. Like high I totally school. Do too. Yeah. High school mentality. And even now, like if you're uncomfortable mm-hmm. in a situation, then be like, bro, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't want to – I feel like I'm going to get caught because we snuck in here and now a taint is getting electrocuted. <laughs> yeah. You know? So I'd be like, more! <laughs> <laughs> so I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Like yeah. that's totally – totally makes sense why you'd be uncomfortable, especially if you grew up only watching like PG and PG-13 Ex- movies. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, cute emo boy. I hope he's doing good. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers, emo boy. That's a prayer. Which is no reason to be saying that, but I think it's funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love it. Well, do you want to say, do you, is, do you have one more long one? I've got one more long one. Okay. All right. So, when I was in high school, I went on a few dates with his friend. We sort of liked each other, but never kissed or dated exclusively. He left for a religious mission and asked me to write to him. I told him I don't like writing letters, but I would try to send him something. I think I ended up writing him about four times during his two-year mission. One day, after moving back home for the summer from college, I get a call from this boy. Apparently, he was home. He told me he wanted to throw a party to see any everyone that he had missed while he was gone. I told him I would try to swing by. When I arrived there, there were no other cars. He answered the door and the house was basically empty, just him and his toddler niece. I figured we would we just needed to wait for others to arrive, but he hugged me and invited me to play shoots and ladders with them. Spoiler alert, I was the only one he invited. No one else was coming. After we awkwardly put his niece to bed, he asked me to go on a walk. Throughout the whole walk, it was like he was interviewing me for marriage. How many kids do you want? Where do you want to settle down? What are your favorite scripture stories? What qualities Mm -hmm. are you looking for in a husband? Mm -hmm. Been there. Been there. Oh, yeah. 
I had just returned from an internship across the country and had plans to move to another country in a few months. I tried to be very clear that I was not looking to settle down. He said he understood and figured he just needed advice on what other girls might be looking for as he starts dating again. He begged me to help him gra- get a grasp on reality on... Oh, Sorry, let me repeat that. He begged me to help him get a grasp on reality so he wouldn't feel awkward on dates and asked me to go on one practice date with him. Like a fool, I said, okay. Well, I 100% regret that. After an incredibly awkward date of more interview questions, he told me I passed his tests and I had every quality he wanted in a wife. (sighs) He wanted me to drop my plans to move away and said that it was my duty as a woman to marry him. I went on and on about how it is a man's job to provide, or he went on and on about how it is a man's job to provide and have the experiences I was scheduled to have. The fuck? Right? And it was much more important for a woman to get married and have babies. I told him I hoped he found what he was looking for and I ran away. After I moved, he sent me a physical letter every month for over a year without ever receiving a response from me. Then he met a girl with a name just one letter off from mine and almost married her about a month after dating. Apparently, he heard I was moving back home and he broke things off with her. He sent his sister to try to reconcile with me and I had to tell them both I was never interested in seeing them again. The end. Oh my God. Isn't that (laughs) nuts? (sighs) Yeah, this definitely happened in Utah. That's for sure. 100%. And the thing is, is it's this, this is definitely a unique story, Mm -hmm. but I've heard stories kind of similar to this where it's like the man trying to convince the girl that like, Mm -hmm. no, like I'm the one that's supposed to go get that super cool job and like you can stay home and like make me Mm -hmm. dinner. Like we have roles and if Mm -hmm. those roles can't be broken type thing. Yeah. But at the same time, I do love hearing these stories because they're all so ridiculous that a lot of us can come together and be like, yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, I have a story. You do? That reminded me of of a personal story. Oh, uh uh-huh. Do you want to hear it? (laughs) Yes, I want to hear it. (laughs) Okay. Well, there was this guy Mm -hmm. that I was – I went on a few dates with him. Like, Mm -hmm. we were never – exclusive by any means but he would tell people that we were dating like we were together Mm -hmm. so I I had to have him come over one day and I it's like I had to break up with him Mm -hmm. even though we weren't exclusive yeah so I just I feel bad to this day that I use this line but it's really what I was thinking because I was like he's a really sweet guy yeah he you would I said you would be such a good husband one day and he was like yeah 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 and I was like but for someone else and he was like he he just started going off about how he he would be the best husband for me and all this stuff and I was like you are really sweet like yeah like you're you're good but yeah. I just I just don't see it and I'm sorry goodbye and he was like no 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 wait I prayed about it and we are supposed to get married. And I was like, okay, but I prayed about it and we're not. (laughs) And there are two sides to the story, bro. And he said, uh, he said, but I have the priesthood. So my prayers mean more. No. And those who don't know. So I grew up Mormon. Yep. um, In the, in the Mormon church, priesthood is like a priest. It's like a a special power. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to like make it a, as quick of a description as possible. Yeah. 
But it's like this special power where if you're a man, and only men can have the priesthood. Yeah. If you're a man, like you, t- you have a special connection to God, pretty much, um, where God speaks to you through the priesthood. So he's like, I have the priesthood. So, so like I have, you know, I would know better than you. Mm-hmm. And and the sad thing is, he really was the sweetest guy. So I think he didn't. He wasn't trying to be manipulative. Yeah. But that's really what he felt. Mm-hmm. And I just looked him dead in the eye and I was like, that's not how it works, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Good I'm for sorry, you. but no. Yeah. You know? And, and I love that you were straightforward with him too, just being like, you can make a good husband, but for someone else, like that gets straight I, to the point, right? I, I would I would be dodging because I'd be like, I don't want to hurt his feelings, which I know you weren't meaning to either. Yeah, but like yeah. I would be way too conscious about that and well, just avoiding getting to the point. Like, and then he would right. be like confused and then it would make it way worse. See, and I felt like I did that for too long because I was trying to be nice where it was yeah. finally to the point where I was like, okay, I'm going to have to like break up with him mm-hmm. even though we weren't together. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Like but, I need to end this somehow. Yeah. <sighs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's funny and it's not like will it's you, aggravating, but it's funny. Will you come up with a name for him just on the spot for me? Cause you have good time. Sir Gregory. <laughs> Poor Sir Gregory. <laughs> Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Peace and blessings. Not thriving that, and vibing. Not that my thoughts and prayers would be any worth anything, you know. Same, yeah. <laughs> because I don't have the priesthood. It's more like curse and burst. I don't know. <laughs> curse and burst, man. Curse and <laughs> disperse. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Instead of thoughts and prayers, it's curse and disperse. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you have another one um i do (gasps) yes i have the last one and then we'll wrap this up okay sounds good i went on a blind date with a guy that my coworker set me up with as we texted beforehand he was telling me about how nice this restaurant is and what the quote-unquote appropriate dress for this restaurant is already i'm like Appropriate dress? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? I think what she's meaning he was saying was like modest dress. Because like as if someone was like, oh, there's an appropriate de- dress for this restaurant, I'd be like, oh, a fancy restaurant. I'm not going to sure. wear sweats. Yeah. Okay. You know? okay but I think sense. what she's getting at is yeah. that he was meaning like make sure that you're a lady. Yeah. You know. Don't be a salute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he shows up to the date and gives me a flower, which, you know, cute, but a little cheesy. I wore a nice outfit that intentionally showed my tattoos so that I could see how he would react to m- me having tattoos. Yeah. I could tell how immediately uncomfortable he was with me showing showing my shoulders and... My titty tats. <laughs> not not titty tats, but yeah. my tattoos. My tattoos, which I think that that's a great, <laughs> that's a great, like, first date. Because it's like, yeah, like, tattoos are a part of who you are. So if yeah. someone is not going to approve of those, it's already on you. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Like, you should be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. We go to the restaurant and he orders his f- meal first. He orders the salmon. I kind of have a rule of thumb 
where when I go on dates, I usually just order what the other person orders. So that way they don't pay more for my meal or underpay. And it's just, it's a lot less awkward. So I ordered the exact same thing as him. I think that's a really good idea, honestly. I think so too. I think because I'm like, yeah, it matches, you know, like if they're going to, because there's mm. nothing worse than like someone gets a super expensive thing and you're like, well, does that mean I can get one or like, yeah, but I don't want to be that person or they get something that's like really cheap. Like they mm-hmm. get the cheapest thing on the menu and you're like, and then you f- you're like, okay, like the, they're balling on a budget. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll get some, I'll get something around that. So it's just, yeah. It, it just it neutralizes everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I truly felt like he was so upset that I ordered the salmon as well. I didn't order any wine or anything extra. And I think that she's meaning like he was upset that he that it was expensive. Not not just not not that she got the salmon and copied him or something yeah. like that. You Which know? I think is ridiculous. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah. Why be upset? You know, like, oh, he's like, oh, she's got to get like a salad or something. It's like, no, yeah, we're not. We like no. to eat too. Yeah. We, we need to nourish our, yeah. our bodies. Exactly. Yeah. During the whole dinner, he would talk. All he would talk about was himself. He just went on and on about how he eats so healthy and how much he loves his job as a lawyer. He wouldn't stop saying how much he loves the hustle and how he is going to make so much money after the first initial years at the law firm he was at. He mentioned that he was still living at home and that was all part of the hustle to make more money. Hooslay. <laughs> Hooslay. Uh, good grief. I could not wait to get home, but kept wondering if it was just a, if he was just a nervous talker or he talks too much on the first date or something. Because of this, I decided that if he were to ask me out on a second date, that I would say yes to give him a second chance. He dropped me off and said, I'll just be upfront with you. I'm not going to ask you out again. I don't think you're my type or on my level. I mean, I'm an attorney. (laughs) What? I just laughed and said, (laughs) cool, bro. Yeah. Yeah. What would you even say to that? Just being like, okay, <laughs> ooh, you got me. It's like, yeah. no, you're not on my level, bro. I mean, I I like that he was up front st- instead of like, being like, because she said that yeah. she was like, if he asked me out, I'd go out I with him I'll again. Yeah. Just um, give him a second chance. So at least she's not like waiting to be like, is he going to ask me out? I like that it's just up front and being like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't, I don't know that this would work out. I probably won't ask you out again. Mm-hmm. Like, I can get on board with that. Mm-hmm. But to say, <laughs> the way he said it, yeah. he's like, mm, you're just not on my level. You're just not on my level. Like, that was him just trying to be a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. same thing. Sometimes I'm like, I dodged a bullet, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah. if I was in that situation, I'd be like, thank God. Like, okay. Yeah. Same thing where it's like, oh, now I got a good story. <laughs> <laughs> you and your good stories. Me and my stories. My story time. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, I would probably I would probably say say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Cool, bro. Cool, bro. Thanks for showing your true colors. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for making this easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, that was good. That I was like, really good. I, I love dating stories. I, 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 I interrupted you. No, we were the same thing. 
Well, I want to thank Ryan at Polished Audio for making this production happen. Thank you to everyone who wrote in stories. And thanks for being here with us while we spill the tea. Yeah, it's been a really fun time. Yeah, can't (laughs) wait for the next one. Bye, guys. Bye. If you want your story featured on the podcast, submit your stories on our website at www.spiltpodcast.com. That's S-P-I-L-T podcast.com. Stay tuned next week because we are talking about money. Money, money, money. Money.